Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome back to Teen Wealth Radio. I'm so excited to be with you this week. I have a young man on who, with his friend, is doing an incredible journey uh, through their life. And there's a lot of people that are getting very excited about this, and we hope to promote it even more with Teen Wealth Radio. Uh, So if you've ever cared about mental health, struggled with mental health, or wanted to embark on a great adventure, this is a great radio show to listen to. Um, It's just me today. My co-host couldn't join me. They're both out of town traveling. Uh, So it's just me and Cam McDougall, who's my guest. So Cam, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Brandy. Excited to be here. Thanks. I'm super excited. I literally learned about your journey less than a week ago. Have you heard of Mind the Bar? No, I have not, actually. So, uh, Mind the Bar is a new nonprofit in Vancouver, uh, Canada, where I know you're partially from. Um, we're all about helping people with their mental health in the service industry. But Team Wealth Radio is based uh, out of Atlanta, Georgia, and hosted by Voice America in Phoenix, Arizona. And it's be a nonprofit that I've been running for the last few years of my life um, that helps kids that are struggling with mental health, teens, even their parents and teachers to deal with that. So I love that you guys are doing this incredible journey um, in order to raise awareness and raise funds to help people with mental health. So thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, can you tell everyone just a little bit about who you are and what you're all about? Yeah, most definitely. Um, well, you introduced me. My name's Cam. I'm born and raised in Vancouver, B.C., um, P&W boy through and through have been, uh, been rocking out the adventure lifestyle here for many years. And I'm just a huge proponent of basically doing big things for even bigger causes. And, uh, I'm just a huge fan of the outdoors and a huge fan of, of taking on projects that can help others in some capacity while help me live the life that I would love to live. Awesome. So what is the life that you'd love to live? What, what's your dream? What's your big vision for your life? Ah, that's a great question. It changes a lot. Mm. Um, but I would say at the moment it is, I guess to answer that question, I'd have to give a bit more of a, of a background. So I'm a, I'm an entrepreneur. I did the nine to five world for a long time and um, truly found my passion in building impactful businesses. And throughout my life, it's been quite the roller coaster. It's been a pretty wild journey uh, in itself, but in the business world, I really found passion in creating things that I was super passionate about. So my last business was a pasture-raised meat company, funnily enough. And uh, basically where I've been going with that now is, is looking towards creating more sustainable business practices that have an underlying philanthropic angle. And so for me right now, my big vision, my big goal, my super kind of fired up passion goes towards health and well-being and creating platforms for people to get healthy and use their bodies as a vehicle for impact. Awesome. Yeah. Have been into fitness? Has fitness always been something that's a part of your life? or? Yeah, fitness fitness and sports have always been. When I was younger, I was big into sports, and that was a – that was, that was kind of a huge, huge avenue for a lot of my energy. Um, and then when I lost sports, that energy went all kinds of crazy places. 
and found it again more recently as an adult and just totally dove into biohacking, life optimization, all kinds of stuff in the health and fitness world and became a personal trainer, competed as a CrossFit athlete, all kinds of stuff like that. So, okay, so for all the listeners that are out there listening, I, I, I know you're embarking on an incredible journey. And if anyone wants to follow along, you can go to shortenthedivide.com and all of their social media links are on there to learn about it. And I'll post it in the bio uh, after we do the show as well. But can you tell everyone a little bit about the journey you're embarking on? And then we'll get to the whole why behind why you're doing it. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, we are riding our mountain bikes from Banff to Mexico through the Rocky Mountains, on 4,350 kilometers, sorry, I'm Canadian, of trail. And uh, we span about 46,000 meters of elevation. It passes through um, basically Alberta, BC, dips into um, Montana, then into Idaho, then into Wyoming, then you know through Colorado and New Mexico, and then we touch the border at Mexico and jump in uh, our Hyundai and head home. <laughs> so the Hyundai is going to be waiting for you down there or is someone following you in a Hyundai? Yeah, we're, we've got a, we've got one of our awesome friends, Jess coming on board and, and she's going to follow us for the month um, because we have made an ambitious goal of doing it in under 30 days. So the, the ability of her to come and fuel us, make sure we're getting the nutrients we need and make sure we're getting uh the rest that we need and, and really kind of supporting us is going to be key in that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I saw your post not very long ago because I just learned about what you guys are doing um, through Georgie, who's another friend of mine who's been on the radio show about a year and a half ago when we first launched yeah. the video. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, pr- it's pretty incredible. I wish I, I my, my parents used to have a dually with like a, one of those campers on the back and I wish yeah, I yeah, yeah. as a year ago because I would have kept the dually. <laughs> uh, it's totally what you're doing <laughs> that would have been awesome that would have been awesome so so the journey that you're attempting how many people have done this before this trail well so there's i don't know the exact number there's a race on it every year called the tour divide and the tour divide is uh probably one of the most gnarly mountain bike rides you can do um the record is 14 days so like that kind of puts it into perspective um these guys, yeah, these these guys and gals basically have bivy sacks, life straws. They're supported a bit by you know the the association, but they're just riding three hundred plus kilometers. So what's you know just around two hundred miles a day on their bikes. It's pretty wild. Yeah. So, so the journey. I know. I know you. I, I looked at your website a little bit, and it mentioned something about sixty days is the average. Is that? Is there? Are there a lot of people that attempt this just kind of for fun? That takes them sixty to one hundred and twenty days, or? Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of people that that try and do it. Like some people do sections kind of every year, so they'll chalk it up into different areas. Um, but it's hard for a lot of people to take two to three months off. I think bikepacking.com has it listed as like around a 40 day completion. Um, but you know, we're, we're looking at to do 30 days, we're looking at about 155 kilometers a day and that's with two rest days in 30. And and so that's like, I don't know, you know, there's like the grand fondos and stuff like that. So that that's like doing a fondo every day for a month. So it's, it's, it's pretty heavy. So people like to usually break that up into kind of, you know, 60 to 70 K or, you know, 40 miles a day. Um, and then they end up doing it over a couple months. I think that's what a lot of the tours look to do it in. Absolutely. 
So, so why this? Why, why this particular ride? Yeah, great, great question. Um, so Jeff, who, who, you know, is not able to come on right now, um, and I have been good buddies for a long time. We went to business school together, and um, we kind of like we we parted ways after school. And I built my business, he built his business, and we decided to come back after a while and just kind of talk. And and we we wanted to catch up and. He was talking about how his business was doing so well and he was loving things. And he kind of started reaching out to me a bit because he saw what I was doing in the health and fitness world to give him some coaching and and, and some help in the nutrition and fitness side of things. So um, I put him on a, on, a, on a wellness program and he started losing weight. He started feeling really good. And we started doing all these awesome things and talking about adventure and, and then kind of life caught up again. And, and we kind of like, we ebbed and we flowed out of it. And, and then he, when we rekindled again, I kind of like reached back out and I was like, Hey dude, you want to hang out? Let's chat. And he was like, yeah, for sure. And we sat down and started talking about what I was doing with coaching and wellness once again. And, and, and he started talking about, you know, I, I get the fitness side of things. Um, and I really like it, but it's like, I don't really know why I'm doing it. And I was kind of like, okay, well, what do you love to do? You know, what, what, it, what in life makes your heart sing more than anything else? And he said, mountain biking. And I said, okay, what have you always wanted to do on your mountain bike that you feel you can't do right now? And he said, well, I've always wanted to ride my mountain bike from, you know, Banff to the American border on this trail. And I was like, oh, I was like, what trail is that? And he says, oh, it's called the Great Divide. And I was like, well, Banff to Mexico, you know, or Banff to the States sounds like a, a decent ride, but it doesn't sound like something you'd call the Great Divide, you know, like that sounds like, like, like what's going on there? And he's like, well, no, actually it goes all the way to Mexico. I just want to ride a section of it. And so I looked at him and, and being the adventurous human being that I am, I said, well, let's just do the whole thing. And he looked at me and he was, he was kind of like, no man, like we, we can't do that. Like it's 4,350 K. And I was like, well, no, we can do it. We just have to make the choice to. And, uh, he kind of looked at me and he was like, all right, Cam, like you're, you're not kidding. So he called me back that night and he was like, all right, I'm in, let's do it. And so we were like, okay, we started planning. We started thinking about how we could put this thing together. And we just filmed a video and launched it on Facebook and said, hey, guys, we're going to ride our mountain bikes from Banff to Mexico, and we're doing this as an accountability piece so that you guys can can basically hold us to it. And um, it just blew up. Like, people were like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Like, you guys are going to – this is just an amazing thing, like, super inspirational. And we were like, okay, you know, maybe we got something here. And, and so we ended up – reaching out to some friends and talking about what we we're doing. And, and one girl was like, Oh, you got to get connected with a group called take a hike and take a hike is an organization that helps at risk youth in, in BC and brings them into nature and pr- puts them through an adventure based learning program, which I'm sure we'll get into in a bit. And they were like, would you like to do this in support of us? And I was like, okay, here we go. You know, now we're talking about a big, awesome adventure. We've got a cause that is near and dear to my heart. And now people are like, all right, this is awesome. So we're like, okay, cool. And we reach out to MEC. They decide to sponsor us. We reach out to GoPro. They're like, yeah, we got you. We'll sponsor your content. We're like, okay, this is actually turning into something. So it started from just kind of a, a, a talk of how, you know, we could, we could work on, you know, Jeff's fitness and how I could work on my adventure side of things. And it just, it just kind of came to fruition that way. It was really cool. 
That's awesome. Um, we have about one minute before we go to the break. Um, I just want to make sure that everyone that's listening to this uh, can find out more about you guys. So I know that your website is shortandthedivide.com. Yes, that's right. Shortandthedivide.com. Are there any other social media outlets that you'd like people to follow you guys on so that they can maybe support or cheer you on or donate or whatever it could be? Definitely. Uh, our Instagram will be a big one. So it's just short and the divide on Instagram, no spaces. Um, and then we've got short and the divide on YouTube as well. YouTube will be a good one because we'll be uploading kind of some raw video along the way uh, before we kind of launch the really good video of the whole the whole adventure. But yeah. that'll be an awesome way. And then um, Twitter, shorten the divide, shorten without an E. So it's a TN. The divide, it's, it's the only one we could get <laughs> that was close <laughs> enough. And uh, that'll be good because you'll be able to see updates from our inReach on exactly where we are, wow. as well as the Facebook group. Well, I know, uh, I mean, in our program, we have students that are North America wide and hopefully the world one day. So uh, it's always good to have all the social media stuff because some people follow Twitter and some follow Instagram. And that's that's awesome. So thank you for providing that for everyone. Uh, guys, we do have to head to a break in just a moment. So uh, do check out shortenthedivide.com or follow me any any of the uh, social media that he just gave you. And we'll be right back with Cam from Shorten the Divide, the giant bike ride to Mexico for mental health in just a moment after this commercial break. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I'm here with Cam McDougall, one of the two gentlemen that's embarking on an incredible journey for mental health. Uh, they both have entrepreneur backgrounds. They both have fitness backgrounds. They're both very interesting people. Uh, and they're doing a really great journey. And you can follow along their journey at shortenthedivide.com. And all their social media links are on there. And Cam will tell us more about them uh, through the rest of the show. But if you're just tuning in, I just want to let you know exactly what we're talking about today. Um, so, Cam, thank you for joining us so much. I know your friend uh, and partner that's doing this journey with you, Jeff, can't be here with us today. Um, but you mentioned before that you're an entrepreneur. So um, can you tell us a little bit about why you're an entrepreneur and why that's important to you? Because Team Wealth and, and our program is based on helping young people find their voice in this world, whether it's through entrepreneurship or any other way. But I, I love talking to people that are creating their own life for themselves. So can you tell us a little bit more about that? Most definitely. Um entrepreneurship is uh is really just kind of in my in my in my blood like it's it's a part of who I am I've I've never really fit into the mold when it comes to school when it comes to the nine to five world when it comes to you know anything in, in that respect and so entrepreneurship is is basically my avenue for creation and for building kind of the life that I would like to build so I got a diploma in it in uh, in post secondary and and that was kind of in with the intention of starting a restaurant at one point. But what ended up happening from that is I just ended up spiraling into business and totally falling in love with business and absolutely loving the creation side of things. And so um, it just kind of came naturally to me being uh, being kind of a, a high school dropout that went back and ultimately you know not being someone that loved the nine to five kind of structure, which I did for five to six years. And it just ended up being this awesome, awesome avenue for me to to create something within my own parameters. That's that's great. Cause I know a lot of young people go, I can't be an entrepreneur because they th- seem like it's something so daunting. And I said, well, if you ever created anything, like did you make mud castles in the backyard or did you create an <laughs> app or did you start a game on your phone? Like people think of it as some, huge thing where you have to save up a million dollars and buy into an already created franchise to be an entrepreneur or a business totally. owner. But I, I said to some of our students, I'm like, if you bake cupcakes at home and you box them in a nice box and take them to the local fair and you sell them and that's how you make money, that's entrepreneurship. Yeah. So a lot of people think it's so daunting. So I know you said you kind of fell into it, but was there anyone along your journey that inspired you to get into becoming your your own businessman? <laughs> yeah. Um well, my mom, for sure, she's uh, she's on, I think, her third company now, and she's just a powerhouse of a human being when it comes to that. And so uh, being around a powerful woman growing up that is big into kind of like creating was was definitely a huge influence in, in my life. And um, I think now I see so much of the skills that she taught me growing up in that respect. And so um, I would have to say that she was probably one of the biggest influences to, as a catalyst to me mm-hmm. seeing the viability of entrepreneurship. And I have to go back to something you said before in the first segment. You mentioned accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, what does accountability mean in your life, not only personally, but professionally as an entrepreneur? <sighs> what does I know it that's mean a loaded to question. I'm Yeah, sorry. no, it's good. It's good. I like it. It makes me think. Um <laughs> Accountability to me means support and it means that you have somebody in your corner that is going to either pick you up when you're down or push you when you're ready. And 
it's, it's basically like I've always had accountability buddies in my life and with this ride, with business, with all these things, mentorship and having somebody that you kind of profess this idea to and that you, you express it to that is going to ultimately be your rock to hold you through the trials and tribulations. That is probably one of the most powerful tools you can have as an entrepreneur or as somebody embarking an entrepreneurial venture um, because they're going to call you on, uh, on all kinds of stuff. And, and to have that is an invaluable piece of the puzzle. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, um, I think a lot of teens, they, they're finding new friends and losing old friends and they just kind of feel like they're not sure who to trust in these kind of things. So mm-hmm. I, I, I know you said accountability buddy and, and we see that a lot. Like when we're in kindergarten and you go out on a field trip, you always have your friend that you hold hands with and that's where accountability <laughs> buddies kind of start. Yeah. Um, you know, like if you're not with Tommy at the end of the day, you've lost your accountability friend. Um, totally. It's hard sometimes to find an accountability buddy, someone that you can you can kind of trust to put your faith in that'll always keep motivating you. And mm-hmm. and I think a lot of our teens sometimes they're they're looking for that and they're trying to put their 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 faith in someone else. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that falls apart. Totally. Um, and so they get kind of disheartened with with people like, oh, who can I trust or who can I hold on to that'll keep pushing me? Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice for those young people that maybe have thought they had a friend or an accountability buddy that fell through on them? And, and kind of not to give up or, or what's your experience? Yeah. You've had any. <laughs> totally. Oh, I've had so many experiences like that. It's unbelievable. Um, I've, uh, you just got to keep going. You know what I mean? Like, I think I spent probably seven years trying to find the right mentor and the right person to work with. And I, I reached out to so many people and I was like, Hey, I love what you do. Like, I want to learn from you. And it would just fall on deaf ears. And some people would be like, okay, that sounds great. And then they wouldn't be there for me when I needed them. And it was just like all kinds of craziness. And I was like, you know, I was like, okay, this mentor thing's hard, you know, like, how do I do it? Do I have to pay someone? Do I have to do this? Do I have to do that? Like, what's the process here? And, uh, <laughs> And funnily enough, like, I just like over, over the course of, of reaching out to more and more people, I realized that like the people started kind of finding me that liked what I was doing. And I just started posting kind of like, you know, I would use social and I would use my business as a platform to talk about what I was passionate about. And, and it was funny because I was a CrossFit athlete and I sold meat, pasture-raised meat to CrossFit gyms. And one time I was in there at the beginning when we were just starting our, our entrepreneurial venture and we're, we're running in and out of these, these CrossFit gyms with coolers and this guy comes up to me and he says, have you read The E-Myth by Michael Gerber? Mm. And I said, very no, <laughs> very good book, right? And I said, no, I haven't. And he said, he said, read that book, call me in a couple weeks and let me know what you think. Mm. And there was something about it. And I was like, okay. So I read that book. I called him in a couple of weeks and I talked to him about it. And, uh, we totally just, just hit it off. And he was like, wow, you actually read the book. And it turns out that this guy was one of the key directors in growing a company called 1-800-GOT-JUNK from like 20 million to $500 million company. So he, and, and he just, he was just this badass businessman. And so in that situation, him and I are now closer friends than I have, than I, a closer relationship than I have with most of my friends growing up mm. because we've constantly talked about this stuff and it, it just kind of came to fruition from absolutely nothing really. 
right? But it was me putting that intention out there. So the first thing I would say is just like, don't quit, don't give up. Like that person will find you when they're supposed to find you. On the flip side, don't be scared to stalk people in a in like the in the nicest way. You know what I mean? Like 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 don't be afraid to just like look for somebody that's doing what you want to do mm-hmm. and start start following what they do and and make it your own. You don't want to copy people, but you want to make it your own. You want to start to kind of say, okay, that's the 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 underlying premise of what should be done. I'm gonna figure out how it applies to my world and. And let them know you're doing it. Be like, hey, I read this post that you did about, you know, how to structure an organization. Here's how I structured my organization. You know, what do you think? And hey, it might take you 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 100 messages to hear back from them, but just don't stop, right? As long as it's with good intention and you're doing these awesome things kind of based on the knowledge that they've been dropping, it's going to be a fantastic outcome. I, I, I'm sorry. I just love that you told that story. Number one, I love the e-myth. Uh, number two, I remember going to a conference or something where people were speaking about the guys who created 1-800-GOT-JUNK and hearing their story and thinking yeah. that was amazing. Uh, and the tenacity that you had that even when people said, you know, oh, I'll help and then never followed through that you kept going because so many of us get 10 or 20 or 30 rejections and then give up. Um, I, I have to tell you a quick story before we go to commercial break. When I was 15... I was really struggling with my own mental health and self-worth and my brother was struggling with his mental health a lot and and we were all kind of struggling with that and I found that book slightly cliche but it's a fabulous book and it's been published more than the Bible. I think it's the only book to ever do that but you know the Chicken Soup for the Soul series? Yeah, I do. So I remember picking up the very first one when I was 15 and reading like four or five stories in it that just made me bawl like a baby. And yeah. I, and for anyone that knows me and any of my students that are listening, you know that I probably bawl like a baby quite often because I'm a very heart-centered <laughs> person. Um, but that book at 15, that made me realize that everyone else out there was going through the same things. And even if they weren't giving me the attention that I thought I needed or wanted at the time, they were still going through their own things. So it made me go, okay, I can pull back and, and stop needing their approval and needing all that and just read this book and know that they're all going through similar stories. And so I actually reached out to the, one of the authors because Mark Victor Hansen and Jack Canfield were the two that uh, created that whole series. And I reached out to both of them a couple of times and they were doing these huge seminars for thousands of dollars. And I was a kid in high school and, and I kept reaching out and reaching out and reaching out and nothing and nothing and nothing. I mean, they're, I mean, they were very well known all over the world. So they had a thousand people writing them letters every week, I'm sure. Uh, but then when I got to the age 20, I found out that Mark Victor Hansen was doing a conference called the Mega Speaking Seminar in Los Angeles. And I was only 20. I lived in Vancouver. I was going to college, working a very part-time job. And I didn't have the money to fly to LA, nor to pay the $3,000 for the seminar. And I wrote Mark one of the co-authors, a letter saying, hey, man, my book's going to outsell yours and I'm going to be paid better as a motivational speaker than you are one day. I said, you better send me to or a free ticket to your conference uh, because otherwise I'll be so famous one day that you won't be able to get in touch with me for a meeting. <laughs> and it was the first time <laughs> I'd been ballsy enough to say anything other than, hey, Mark, I love your book. Yeah. And he sent me a, a ticket to his conference of $3,500, and my parents paid for the flight, and I went down there, and it happened to be on November 4th, 5th, and 6th, and November 5th is my birthday. Somehow him, Art Linkletter, and Les Brown, some of my favorite people on earth that are great speakers, found out it was my birthday. I got called up on stage in front of 350 other young people and entrepreneurs wow. saying me happy birthday at 21, and I again, cried my heart out on stage. It shows that even though for six years I tried to contact them, that if you never 
stop and you just have some, I, I hate to say it, balls. Yeah. <laughs> you have some huevos. If you go out there and just do what you're intended to do and you have the right intention, like you mentioned, Cam, which I love that you said the word intention, um, things things do happen. So we do have to go to commercial break. I just want to share that quick tidbit with you. I love um, it. That's awesome. Moment, everyone. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. If you're an influencer, you don't follow the trends, you set them. Voice America influencers are involved in creating change in personal and professional lives, collaborating and driving value to make our lives better. We have world-renowned thought leaders, speakers, authors, entrepreneurs, artists, and some of the most influential voices today. Listen in today to what they have to say. Engage in the conversation. The Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. Answer the call. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to brandy at globalteenwealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. Uh, I'm here with Cam McDougall, one of the two gentlemen that's embarking on an incredible journey from Banff, which is in the Rocky Mountains in Canada, all the way through the United States to Mexico to raise awareness about mental health. Um, Cam, thank you so much for joining us. Again, if anyone's out there, follow along on their journey with social media. The website is shortenthedivide.com. Uh, they explain themselves as a couple of dudes, and I love that because they're just normal, everyday people that are trying to make a difference in this world. So, Cam, thank you again for joining us. No pleasure. Sounds fun. So, a little bit earlier, you talked about um, when you first kind of embarked on this journey with your friend, a girl came up to you and said, hey, tell me, uh, do you know about Take a Hike? So, how are you involved in Take a Hike, or how have you partnered it with your current journey, and can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? Yeah, most definitely. So, um, Jeff's wife was friends with a woman that was a director at Take a Hike. So when they started talking about the ride, she was like, oh my God, you guys got to link up. And so in that conversation, Jeff had talked a bit about my past and where I had gone as a youth. And she was like, okay, now you got, you really got to reach out to these guys because it's going to resonate completely with what you're trying to communicate. And Take a Hike is, is, is pretty much everything to this ride. When, when I, when I, 
when it comes down to it. And it's, it's, we're trying to raise awareness. Well, we're not trying, we are raising awareness for a organization that is taking an adventure based learning approach for students. So what they're doing is they're taking students out into nature and teaching them how to actually learn about life and themselves and the world around them through an applied approach as opposed to through textbooks. And these kids are at-risk youth that are, you know, either have dropped out, been kicked out, dealing with the criminal system or, or, or whatever that might be, um, and taking them into situations that teaches them about vulnerability, about expression, about, um, you know, uh, confidence, all these different components that are left out when you look at a textbook. And so Jeff and I, the way we look at this is, is we're like, these, these kids did not choose to be put in an uncomfortable situation. So we're choosing to put ourselves in an uncomfortable situation to show how people can learn from such powerful techniques. And that's kind of the fabric behind how Take a Hike fits into the ride that we're doing. That's awesome. Um, so I know you and I have literally, this is the first time we've ever actually spoken on the phone in person. Um, I, I only learned about you guys a very short time ago, but Team Wealth is purely an entrepreneur program uh, and a lifestyle program and a confidence building program that's geared towards teens that are just have, have kind of got the bad luck, luck in life and the bad lot in life struggling with whether it's coming from a bad background or a family that's not supportive uh, to just struggling with their own mental health, which all of us struggle with in some capacity. But 100%. you ever been there? Like, did you as a teen ever struggle with your self-worth or any mental health issues? And, and, and that's why this is so incredibly important to you? Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> like, like beyond beyond comprehension. Um. I was myself a grade 10 high school dropout. Um, I made it to grade 10 and that was a celebration in itself. I'm surprised I made it through elementary school. Um, But I had like serious anxiety, depression, and anger issues growing up um, for various reasons. My family life was, was pretty chill, but my parents did get divorced when I was four. And I think that totally kind of, you know, played with my mind a bit and, and led to a whole bunch of kind of, crazy outcomes down the road and and what ended up happening was uh elementary school was kind of crazy didn't had tons of energy didn't really know where to put it so it manifested in all kinds of wild ways um and then I started finding out more about you know the 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 harder things in life and dabbling into you know more substances and skipping class and um, hanging with the wrong people and so that energy that I had and that anxiety and that depression all kind of snowballed into this kind of manifestation in a world that, you know, ultimately got me kicked out of school, got me put in juvenile detention a lot, like all kinds of crazy, crazy stuff. And, and that just kind of started really, really building on itself. And the more I started realizing like, Oh my God, okay, I'm an outcast. Oh my God, I'm an outcast. And then, it starts going like, okay, I don't belong here. Like, I'm just going to totally take myself away from, you know, quote unquote, you know, a normal life. And I'm going to go and dive into this world of, you know, being, you know, a, a, an eight mile M&M wannabe, you know, <laughs> and, then, and just diving like deeper into this world of, of just totally kind of shunning everybody that loved me away. Because I ultimately, in the end, when I think about it, I didn't feel worthy of that love and all this anxiety and this depression made me just totally, totally blind to what was actually truly around me. And it was until, you know, I found 
my passion and some people to unearth that passion, um, it took it took it took a long time and a lot of trials and tribulations to to find my way out of it. Yeah, I, I you know I I love I love something you just said and I wrote it down in my little quote book. Worthy of that love. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know why, and I have traveled the entire world studying the human condition. It's why I started my nonprofit. Not only because my own self worth was so low for a lot of my life, and my brother struggled with depression, and my parents struggled with other things, um, but. Do you have any theories, and I know this is probably the hardest question ever, but do you have any theories on why as humans we feel the need to be worthy? Like, why on earth does that matter? We could walk off and and do whatever makes us happy all day and screw everything else, but why do we feel the need to be accepted and worthy of life and great things? Like, do you have any thoughts on that? If you don't, that's totally okay, because I still haven't figured it out, and I've been 33 years on this planet. Uh, But if you have any thoughts, I'd love to hear it. Yeah, totally. Um, I'm just trying to unpack that a little bit. So I think that that for me, worthiness is a sense of, it's a sense of self-love, right? In my sense, in, in my, in my mind. And, and when I, when I think about a need to feel worthy, um, I think that what it does is it, worthiness can help you really truly build yourself up. And a lot of times what we do in my mind or what I do is I will deflect and I will, I will get certain things sent to me, you know, like some love or some compliments or this, that, and the other thing. And I'll take them and I I won't let them, them sit. I'll, I'll just kind of deflect them somewhere else. And I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's really cool. But did you hear about this person that's doing that thing as well? And I think what that does to my subconscious is I think that ultimately embeds a seed that makes me not feel like I'm adequate. And when I don't feel adequate, I don't operate on my, you know, highest self. I don't operate on my zone of genius. You know what I mean? And so I feel like we need to feel worthy so that we can honestly embody the people we truly want to be. Because otherwise, we're just totally going to be deflecting these pieces and, and not letting anything stick because we all, we all have these amazing things that we're good at, right? We all have fantastic things that we're good at. But we, a lot of times, we use social media and all these different things to compare and contrast and you know, justify what we do. But in the end, we ignore the things that are right in front of our face. And I think that a lot of times when we absorb those things, we build up that that worthy bank inside of us. It's like, oh yeah, I am worthy of this. I am doing awesome stuff. You can then supercharge your confidence and ultimately step forward into becoming the person you truly want to be. I love that you said that, and I, and I love that you're kind. It's I know it's not a race, but it, it's kind of a race because you're intending to do it within a shorter period than it's done. There's this really old college speech that's been incorporated in a song. And I'm such a dork. Like, I'm one of those that I've been told I'm too mushy and too cliche and all that because I always pull on things from my past and quotes and all that. But I, I, that's just who I am. <laughs> um, and and the, the line in this, this, this 
speech is the race is long and she's talking about life. It says the race is long and in the end it's only with yourself. And mm-hmm. I love that because it, it makes me step back and instead of comparing myself to the success of other people, I just go, okay, where are you at right now and what do you need to humble yourself on your journey? And so I, I love that you said that. I think that's that's kind of dope that you said that because that's that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and, and I like that you said that you deflect because, I mean, I, I, I have... I don't know, myself, all the students I talk to, my friends, my family. I mean, I, I remember asking my grandma. My grandma's 91 now. I remember asking her when she was about 82 because I'm very close to my grandparents. I said, so what's your self-esteem like now? And and even she said, you know what, there's still days I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see staring back at me. And I, I loved that because I thought, mm-hmm. oh, when I was a teenager, I thought, oh, when I'm 20, I'll be cool with myself. Hold on. And oh, when I'm 30, I'll be cool with myself. There's still those days that I'm like, oh, your hair's still frizzy. You're too chubby. Your teeth are too crooked. What the hell? (laughs) They'll do that. And we defeat us a little bit. And and, uh, so I love that you said that I deflect because as much as I've helped people in my life and accomplished things that I really love and and I'm proud of who I am, there's still days when somebody will compliment me like, oh, yeah, but did you hear what this person's doing? So I I enjoy the fact that you as an entrepreneur, a successful young man, someone who's healthy and doing all these great things in your life also feels that way that's great to know that we're not the only ones out there <laughs> don't totally think they're alone you know <laughs> uh, we're, we're all just humans trying to figure it out you know <laughs> like it doesn't it you know it, it really it really does not matter in that sense we're all just humans trying to figure like it out. the mountains you can figure that out and call us and let us know what you figured out about this life <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> oh my goodness like that show what's that movie um the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yes. It's literally a guide to 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 what is right and what's wrong and what makes sense. And then they go up to this giant machine and the end of the universe is supposed to answer the question about life. And the answer is 42. And everyone's like, what the hell? No <laughs> matter what technology we have, we will yeah. never figure out exactly the whys of the heart and the brain of a human being. And I think that's part of the greatness of our journey. It's questioning what's next is is so exciting about this all. It's hard. It's the, it's the stuff that makes you lay in bed crying and eating Haagen-Dazs once in a while and not wanting to continue with life. <laughs> totally. It's also the, hey, I woke up this morning and I'm feeling great. Let's go out and do something I've never done before. And that's what's so cool about what you guys are doing with Shorten the Divide. I think Duality. Cool. Duality is a beautiful thing. Sure is. Um, we do have to head to commercial, though, uh, and then we'll be back with Cam for the last 10 minutes of the show. Thank you all for tuning in again to Team Wealth Radio. Uh, you can always reach out to me. Our 1-800 number is 1-855-8616-TEEN. That's 8336 or TEEN uh, on your phone and, and, you know, the Facebook and the Instagram and all that kind of stuff. If, if any of you ever need to reach out and, and chat or be inspired, uh, if you want to be inspired, just go to shortenthedivide.com and follow along on these gentlemen's journey. We'll be back in a couple minutes for our, our last section with Cam McDougall. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? 
Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, you need to go and listen to the beginning of the show. You can find it on iTunes. I'm talking to Cam McDougal. He's one of the two gentlemen that's embarking on an incredible journey from Banff in the Rocky Mountains in Canada all the way through the United States to the Mexico border uh, in order to raise money for mental health um, and, and a really great cause. Um, and, and, you know, I, I hate talking about money, and I was raised to think that Caring about money was meant that you were not caring about people, and I—I I mean, that's not something that bad that my parents taught me, but it was just something that I was kind of brought up on, and so I've always been resistant to money. But to be honest, running nonprofits and helping people costs a fortune. Just to uh, get the IRS to approve that we were teen wealth uh, cost a few thousand dollars, and so it took me six or seven years to save up the money that was needed to start this nonprofit, and. If I only helped one kid and we've helped a lot more than that, it, it would be worth it. Uh, but it's not always an easy thing. And so these gentlemen are doing this incredible ride to raise money uh, to hopefully help 10 kids go through an incredible program. So, Cam, can you just tell everyone a little bit about exactly what the program is and the money that you're trying to raise through this incredible journey that you're embarking on? Yeah, definitely. So, um, I, you know, it's funny you say that and you started with that because I've had the same I've had the same kind of like, I guess, dark cloud over my head as well about money for a long time. And, and I was a financial executive and for many years and, and before I became an entrepreneur and it, it just gave me this sour taste as well. So I can totally resonate with you most definitely. So thanks for sharing that. Um, the, 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 the organization that we're doing this for is, is Take a Hike Foundation. And um, we have a mandate. We want to send 10 kids through their program. And what these guys do is, is they, they teach their kids based on adventure-based learning. And what that is, is they take them on outdoor trips once a week. They take them on, I think it's, sorry if you guys are listening, I'm getting this wrong, but I think it's two over 10-day trips a year. 
um, into kind of the Byron Lakes. They take them into, um, you know, all kinds of different, you know, uh, Tetrahedron Park, all kinds of different parks around BC. And that's where these kids truly find themselves, right? They do, they do a solo on an island. So they get dropped off on an island and they live on the island overnight by themselves without anything but a survival knife and some stuff, some like basic things to like get on. And, and that's super cool when you think about it, like, like kind of scary, but in the end it's, it's, it's what like totally, you know, changes these kids. Like there, I want to talk about a story real quick. And there was one, one kid that we're about to release a video on and he, he was put on his solo and, and he was on this island and he was kind of this, you know, angry kind of pent up, pent up youth. And they put him on this island and, and they went back and they had checked on him in two hours. And in two hours, this, this kid had started a fire, he had built a shelter and he had caught a fish, you know? And, and it's kind of like when you, when you see a youth that, you know, he, he must've been 16, 17 at that time. And you see him able to be put on an island and in two hours start a fire, build a shelter, catch a fish, and, like, see this sense of pride on his face. Like, I don't know. You can't learn that in a textbook. So these these kids are taken into these environments, and it, and it really does cost a lot for them to do it. It actually costs about 10000 bucks per year per kid to take them out into this environment. And the Take a Hike Foundation is, is targeting at-risk youth, so they're generally not from affluent families. Um and so there's a huge component of like us, you know, contributing to these kids learning and developing themselves because there's so much talent that is hidden in these youth and so much talent that's deep within them that can only be unearthed in certain situations. So Jeff and I, at the beginning of this ride, we're like, you know what, we want to put 10 kids through at 10,000 bucks. We want to raise a hundred grand for this foundation. You know, we're going to do it over this next year. We're going to use our content. We're going to share our story. We're going to talk about this ride and how it's contributing to, you know, the, the movement as well and, and talk about our journeys and, and hopefully, you know, communicate with people that we all deal with this in some form or fashion and that we can all benefit from spending more time in nature. And this is a great way to give those less fortunate the opportunity to do so. That's awesome. I mean, any way that we can help you promote through Teen Wealth Radio or, or our social media or whatever, just let me know. Um, when you guys get finished with your ride and you come home and you have a couple weeks to kind of decompress <laughs> everything, feel free to come back on and, and share more about this because, I, I mean, I, I love what you're doing and I love this program. I, I, I don't know why it's so important, but I think in this world where everyone's so connected by people in social media and what other people think of you. I think being alone, I love that, being alone on the island. I remember taking a sailing course when I was 13 and they pushed me out on a laser, which is a tiny little sailboat, in the middle of the freaking ocean mm-hmm. and said, okay, spend six hours here by yourself. And then they disappeared. And there was literally no land to be seen from any direction, but I had a little GPS with me. And they did that with all the kids after we'd gone through the basic sailing course. And having to survive, and I know that's a very loose term when you talk to people that that live on their own in the bush or whatever their whole lives. But for us city kids growing up, quote unquote, being alone on a boat in the middle of the ocean where you're thinking about sharks and wind and storms and, and capsizing and how to flip your boat back over. I mean, I knew there was probably nothing going to happen to me, but it was such a growing experience. So I love this program. And, and man, if I can volunteer in it at any capacity, because I am an outdoors person, I teach kayaking and I've been hiking my whole life. Um, I would love to help. I just think that's great. Why, why do you think that's so important to, to be removed from society for even that 24 hours to be alone and, and to 
I mean, to believe in yourself to overcome whatever you're going through. You got to quiet the noise, right? You got to quiet the noise. Like I'm a, I'm a big mountaineer as well. And, and I love climbing mountains because I'll spend, I'll spend three days in the backcountry, you know, easily without seeing one human. And I find that when I come back, you know, I'm, I'm just like, I'm Zen. I'm like, I'm just cruising, cruising on like my Buddha vibes, you know, like I'm just feeling so good. And, uh, I find that you can't necessarily replicate that, you know, in a, in a city. My mentor the other day told me he was, he was, we were talking and, and he said that, compared to when we were like early humans. So, you know, 20, 30, you know, thousand years ago, we, we basically like, we had the amount of stimulus we get in one second is now more stimulus than we ever saw in our whole lives. Right. And evolution takes millions and millions and millions of years to take place. Right. So our brains have not had the time to evolve to a point where we're able to absorb all the stimulus that we're getting. And so you look at all these different things, like, you know, you start looking at anxiety and depression and ADD, ADHD, all these things that are happening. And, and it's kind of like, maybe it's because there's just so much stuff going on around us all the time that we have no ability to calm our nerves. And mm-hmm. so I think nature and getting outdoors is paramount in us finding that stillness in our minds so that we can come back and be a lot more mindful in our approach to life with all the craziness around us. You need that com- that comparison to make it happen. You know, I, I have talked to a lot of parents about ADHD and drugs and how to overcome mental health struggles and all these things, and I've never had anyone sum it up that, that well. Like, I, I didn't actually think about that, that we've been... I mean, whatever you believe, I know a lot of our students have different belief systems and things like that, but we've been growing as humans for a very long time and changing. I never really thought about how in the last hundred years, or I mean, even the last 30 to 40 years, how quickly totally. we've been bombarded by everything in this world. And that's, a, that's such a great message. I wish I could keep you on the show for another two or three hours because I think you have a lot of great content to share. Uh, I wish you a great journey. If you guys want to follow along, again, it's shortenthedivide.com. You can find all their social media uh, via that website, or you can always reach out to me because I will have more information about these guys. Cam, we have 47 seconds before the end of the show. If you could make the whole world sit down and pause, and I ask this, everyone this question, I know it's hard, but if you could make the entire world sit down, pause, and shut up for 30 seconds for the one message that you want to share with the world, what would that one message be? Stay curious. Okay. I will take that. I love that. I think that's great. I mean, as soon as you think you know everything, it that's when you get confused. And and I as a female, and not to be sexist in any way, but as females we we often think we've figured things out and we know everything and we have all the answers and then we find out we don't and it hurts. So I, I love that because being curious about what you're right and wrong about is is kind of what leads you to the next adventure in a good way and in a bad way sometimes. So thank you so totally. much joining again this is cam mcdougall one of two gentlemen that's doing an incredible journey shortenthedivide.com follow them support them in any way you can cam please come back on the show after you've uh, done your incredible journey and i wish i was going with you if you do it again in a year i will start prepping <laughs> right now on my old motor <laughs> on my old uh, bike <laughs> i love it i love it thanks for having me it's been a blast 
Thanks a lot. And again, a shout out to A-Rod. And if Max and Ryan are listening, two of my friends that are in their teenage years figuring life out, I hope you guys have learned something from the show too. Have a good week, everyone. I'll see you all again, same time, same place, 5 p.m. Pacific next Monday. Have a good week. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show.